Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 248 of a Wrestling Gal podcast, providing you with the female perspective on all things wrestling. Join your host, Ella J, as today she is once again joined by the pink dream, Alex Grecia. And for more wrestling content, you can follow me, J Show, on Twitter at J Nicole. Now, let's chat and get on with the episode. Hello, everybody. Today, I am once again joined by the pink dream, Alex Gracia. First time face to face. So how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm fantastic. Like I said, I got the pink bucket hat. I got my flower agate bracelet. So I got a little bit of pink going on just for you, Alex. Yes, I love it. Like I can feel the positive energy already. And on brand, (laughs) you are appropriately wearing a pink shirt as well. So I love to see that. Yes, always got to match my hair. (laughs) Of course. And you got the eyeshadow going on there too, I see. Yeah, it's kind of like a niche. (laughs) <laughs> of course. I mean, you have so many things going on in the last couple of years and you most recently celebrated your four year wrestling anniversary, ironically on 2-22-22, which was a, a, a great day. So looking back on your first four years as a pro in the wrestling industry, what are a few things that you are personally or professionally proud of? Man, like, I would definitely getting to wrestle internationally. I never even thought about going to another country to wrestle when I first like entered wrestling. So that has been a major accomplishment. And then also getting to wrestle on national television, which was um, on the Dynamite episode versus Cheetah, like, and it was a title match. So that was like a big deal for me as well, because um, I got into wrestling because I loved it and it made me happy and it made me want to get up in the morning. And I think that when you find your gift and you find a passion that you really connect to, like blessings and new manifestations start coming to you that you weren't even thinking of. And you're like, wow, like this has led to some amazing things in my life. And so that's what gives you the confirmation that, okay, I'm exactly where I should be. I'm doing exactly what I should be doing. And Let's just keep going and just keep thriving to get better. And let's see what, where this road takes me. You have accomplished so many things in so many different companies in the last four years. I feel like it's been longer. Like you have had such just a a worldwide global career thus far. But I mean, talking about proud moments, we'll talk about this for a second. We saw this past week that someone dear to you recently won the AEW TNT championship. So what are your thoughts on Scorpio Sky's first singles title in All Elite Wrestling? Yes, that was so amazing and I am just so proud of him and he's someone that really helps me keep my eye on the path and keep tunnel vision because he's been wrestling a lot longer than I have and is has had the experience and has gone through all these ups and downs that I've gone through as well and um just confirms to me that okay even when I'm feeling down I feel like nothing's happening like when my moment comes, like someone will see me as a champion, as long as I believe that I am a champion and I'm capable. And so it was much deserved. He has worked so hard and it's just really exciting seeing his career as well. And like getting to see that 
firsthand, like is just so motivating to me. Of course. And, and like I said, too, I mean, talking about AEW, like I said, I feel like you are one of the few people who have like dipped your toes in or appeared in all of these things like Japan impact, like WWE, AEW, Ring of Honor, most recently. Wow. Like even that itself, like I said, not a lot of people have had the opportunity to like dip their toes in or appear on, but I know something, I think, I think me and you have talked about this. You're kind of looking for a place or a company to really consistently call home. So what does that look like? Or what do you hope that that home and pro wrestling looks like for you, wherever that be? Yeah, I actually was sorting this out like just a couple days ago, like writing what I really want in my career and like in a company. And one of my goals right now is to get signed to a contract or on salary because I feel like I'm ready for television. And I want the whole thing is I got into wrestling because I love wrestling and it feels like it gives me a purpose and I have been blessed to see other people get blessed by it and just to see other people motivated um, by me or whatever gives me extra motivation. So like I want to go somewhere where I am going to be able to wrestle wherever that may be. I want to, I want to be there doing what I love and that's where I'm staying patient and just waiting for the right opportunity because on the indies, I, I get that. I get the traveling, which I love, and I get to meet new people, and I get to have all these new experiences and wrestle um, a variation of people and get to expand um, my playbook and just become a better wrestler all around. And so until I'm, that's what makes me happy. So I am waiting for that place where I'm going to get what fulfills me um, and just keep expanding off of that. And right now, I think like the main thing that's missing for me is getting to do what I'm doing now, but on a larger stage. Yeah, that makes sense. Like I said, you've accomplished so much, but it's definitely honing in and finding that home and more more television experience because you definitely have that in your repertoire and you've gotten what's it called the reps in as they call it too but you mentioned too like seeing people out there like doing what you want to do motivating you who are some of those people then that you take motivation or inspiration from as you now strive towards this next I would say stage in your career mm-hmm. um one person that um just came to my mind is Thunder Rosa for sure Um, I met her at the very beginning of my career before I had even wrestled a match and I was just training and I feel like where she was at that time is kind of where I'm feeling right now like I'm like what's next I feel like I'm running out of time I need to get somewhere like have I really accomplished anything and you start questioning yourself and your talent and she just um, kept pushing through and kept believing and again just kept believing in herself and kept doing her and I mean she's about to have a AEW women's title match in San Antonio Texas which is like our hometown so that's amazing and that's a dream and so just seeing that and seeing that happen and then her being another Latina as well it it is very inspiring because we 
don't always get to see ourselves on that high of a scale. And so seeing what she's done and seeing her keep believing like that has really helped me as well. And I'll still like reach out to her and she's still there for me, like no matter what. And just, I know that like she wants the best for me too. And she's been through a lot of things that I've been through and that I'm currently going through. So that helps a lot having someone there for that. Definitely to an, at the time this will be putting out, we will definitely know by then if Thunder Rosa could be the AEW <laughs> women's world champion, who knows? And if she is, we're going to say that you spoke it into existence. Yes. So, <laughs> but I mean, manifest it. Exactly. Like at home. Exactly. Alex. I, I just, I can imagine your reaction to it. And I mean, you have had some pretty cool opportunities. And I mean, even last year, me and you briefly talked about this. Um, you Last year, you actually received a tryout with WWE. I think it was over the summer, somewhere around there. It was a little less than, yeah, somewhere over the summer last yeah. year. I'm like, time goes by so fast. I'm like, yeah. what year is it? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So if you wanted to, could you tell us more about the process of that tryout and the final results of that opportunity for you? Yeah, so it was, um, again, they feel like they like throw things on you out of nowhere. And they asked me while I was still um, doing stuff with AEW if I was still available. And I was like, yeah, I'm still available. And so they asked me if I wanted to um, come in. And um, so I was like, yeah, sure, I'll go. Um, because they had actually asked me to go in right before I started doing stuff with AEW. Yeah. And I had told them no. And because I already had plans to um, go to AEW and see what happens there. And then so six months went by. And so when nothing was really happening, as far as contract wise, I was like, sure, I'll, I'll give it a try. Like, I'm thankful that you're so interested in me. <laughs> So I went and I mean, it's, it's the same thing. They, they test you mentally, physically. Um, it was a lot smaller of a tryout this time, I think because of COVID, like it yeah. was just more intimate. And um, I know that right after the tryout is they had a lot of um, changes as far as in um, staff. And so it's, it's still pending. <laughs> I'm still a pink dream free agent if that's where my standing is right now. So I, I trust the process and I trust what's happening and I never take anything as a loss. And um, I know that I give it my all no matter where I go and no matter what I do. And so I know that when the right thing comes at the right time, and sometimes it's just that, the right time. And um, I know everyone's just trying to like, situate things and try to like get everything in order because there are so many great free agents out there right now and so it's I think it's just focusing on yourself and trying not to compare yourself to other people and be like this is my journey and there's a reason why I'm going through the things I'm going through and I can learn from that and get better from that and it's just going to make me even better when the next opportunity comes along. I feel like too, for you, you have such a unique and really marketable like character. It's not even a character. It's literally like who you are. Like you literally embody 
the pink dream. And I know me and you last year were talking about your goals with the pink dream brand and all of that. And especially if they're, I mean, theoretically, we're just talking about WWE, like the demographic is like the younger PG era. And I know you very highly pride yourself on being like a role model to a lot of the younger demographics. So I feel like you are very marketable wherever you go and have a lot of influence on a lot of people. And I completely get that comparing to other people, but I mean, you are you, when I think, I mean, when I think pink, obviously that's going right to you. So <laughs> I, I think that's something, and you definitely take a lot of pride in that, but I completely get like being our own worst critic. I completely get that. Yes. Well, I, I appreciate that a lot. And yeah, it's like, I think the whole idea of like the pink dream is when you ask me like, what color symbolizes you the best like I would say pink like pink makes me happy pink makes me feel motivated makes me feel good like it's it's also a fighting color as to why it's used for breast cancer awareness and there's just so many positives and strengths about it but then like with the dream it's like it's like living your true authentic self so it's like to be a pink dreamer like you don't have to like the color pink like it's embracing who you are and going about the world and living out your best self, like to your true authentic self. And so I'm always like, yeah, you don't have to like pink, like, but if you're going out and living that purple life or you're going out and pursuing your dream career, like you're a pink dreamer, you're living the pink dream right there. Of course. And I mean, through that, you've been able to come up on a lot of cool opportunities. And I mean, since moving to California, I'm very curious too, have you been granted any cool business or personal opportunities, pro wrestling related or not? Um, so it's crazy because like here's such a creative place with like influencers and just everyone trying to make it and like just it's it's inspiring and I crave like that energy around me and yeah I've had like some luck like I'll have people coming in like wanting to like so I've like gotten sponsored for like this sculpting um um business which is really cool so I've been trying that out and I'm like any help with that is appreciated <laughs> and then um yeah just even from the person I've met who's done my hair, like we're all trying to make it in our own business and all just, it's like, let help me help you type mentality. And that's what's like so great. I've met so many great photographers that I'm like, you're amazing. Like I am so lucky to have access to you and just so many creative spaces to be able to like let the the like mind flow and that's what I love about Cali so much is it's just such a dream free area so I'm like this is this is my area <laughs> I find that ironic too because I mean I was doing more digging I definitely found a tweet from yours from 2013 so like not even nine years ago you said and I quote I want to be a Cali girl end quote that's so crazy and right? now here you are. So I guess really what prompted your move from Texas to California? Was it the creative space or really what was your mindset going into California specifically? Yeah. So it was a long time, like in the waiting. So like with my boyfriend and I, like, I mean, we both said like, okay, we, if this really worked out, like, will you, would you be willing to move here? And I had always been like, 
I need to be like where I'm going to be able to pursue my career and thrive, like grow in my career. And so it was really scary getting out, like making the decision to get out of Texas, which is where I have access to a lot of training, is where there's so many, so much wrestling going on. And it was like, I'm not sure how it would be over there because I don't know people. And I, I don't like, I would be like leaving my family and friends. And um, it also was going to work out because the wow training facility was going to be over here. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that was like done deal for me. I was like, that's where my training's going to be. Like, this is all working out. I get to like um, build a home with my boyfriend. I have my wrestling all there. And then um, when things just didn't work out with wow, like I, that next day I was searching wrestling schools because I was like I need to get on the ball like I I can't like let this big gap of me not doing anything because there's there's going to be something that that comes along and so I need to stay ready and be ready and um so that was ultimately the the big move and we've almost been in our house in July it'll be a year it went by so fast and so yeah, that, that was it. That's like building a home. And so that's been really exciting as well, which has been a roller coaster, like just picking furniture and building things from the ground up. It feels longer than a year for some reason. Maybe you were going and picking out a house the last time, but I swear the last time I talked to you, you were in, maybe you just had an appearance that weekend in California. I don't remember. We were looking for houses. Uh, mm-hmm. That might be why yeah. then looking for houses um we might have had one already but maybe not moved in got it it might be i just i just remember california and i'm like it's already been a year but it actually hasn't interesting (laughs) i mean for you two since that move would you say that there's like a huge difference between the people or just the overall vibe of california versus texas um i say i definitely get like it's like i'm like looking at Texas from the outside (laughs) I'm like oh not everyone either you love Texas or you hate Texas and like where I always tell people is I'm like we don't all think the same (laughs) I was like I'm like a dream free spirit as well and so um I I don't know like the main difference I mean like in Texas you do have the southern hospitality um but I've met a lot of really nice people in California as well. And so I think the area, because I was, I lived kind of close to Austin. Yeah. So I feel like that vibe is still over kind of where I am as well. And so that's helped in the transition to where it's just like, okay, like we're, we all think the same. We all have the same minds. I'm just from a different state. Makes sense. Well, I'll be having my first impression of Texas at the time of recording this. It's before Mania weekend, a few weeks out. I have my cowboy hat sitting in the corner there. Um, but See, I, I got- that's what's so <laughs> funny to me is because like people think I like ride horses to school and stuff and wear cowboy boots and cowboy hats. And I'm like, I'm guilty of owning cowboy boots, but I was like, Texas is so big. You actually like being in Dallas, like are probably closer to the more because North Texas is where they wear more of like, okay. See, I wouldn't know that. I just know me and a lot of my friends were looking forward to accessorizing for, cause I've never, I think the furthest South I've been is like South Carolina and that's not even (laughs) that South. 
So, no. so I'm super Fair excited. To South Texas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm super exciting. I'm super excited though, too. But a huge part of California, at least from an outsider's perspective, I feel like is all the glitz and the glam, which I can imagine people get lost in sometimes. So between that and the pro wrestling world for you, how do you maintain a positive? Uh, how do you maintain a positive body image? Yeah, that's very hard as well, because I mean, I go through fluctuations with my body. And that's just um, due to me just trying to get like my mental state under control. Like, I tend to hide my feelings behind food. And so when like, like I am so when I'm I'm stressed, I I just to like, cure myself, like, I feel like I'm I like just want to eat when I feel like nothing's coming up. And that's not how I feel like my best self is and because then when the opportunity for wrestling like does come around like I'm a very like um fast wrestler and I move a lot and there's a lot of agility with the things I do in the ring and so that's what makes me happy so then again I'm hurting myself by not being able to perform at my highest level and so it it's just constantly trying to be like telling myself like something is coming something big is coming you need to stay ready and I can't like slack off mentally and be like because it is easy to get in a mindset of nothing's happening for me nothing's gonna happen for me and just speak all these negative words but you never know when that opportunity is gonna come and you're gonna let yourself down if you're not ready when when it arises and so um it's just it's been like an overall vibe I actually like started meditating recently (laughs) which has helped a lot actually like and it's it's hard for me to sit down and want to meditate because I'm such a very energetic Mm -hmm. high energy person and so to kind of get myself to sit down calm down really think about like what I want, what I want to accomplish and how I'm going to do that. It's really helped me plan out my days and not let any day go unwasted. I'm putting all my energy every day into things that I know fulfill me and make me happy. And um, whether that's, okay, let's go do a photo shoot and just being proud of yourself and you have to be proud of where you are in your journey and I think that's that's just the constant reminder like you you just always need to I have to constantly feel like I'm doing something and then no matter where I am as far as like body image as far as career um I tell myself I'm like you know what I'm trying and I'm working and this is where I'm at right now and so um it's just accepting yourself and loving yourself and just knowing that it's like I'm working towards that It's okay. Perio Magazine is a bi-monthly physical print magazine highlighting individuals with the desire to create. The latest issue of Perio Magazine is a special Aussie wrestling edition focusing on the heroes behind the scenes. Find Perio online at www.periomagazine.com.au. That's www.p-a-r 
I-O-M-A-G-A-Z-I-N-E dot C-O-M dot A-U. Again, that's www.periomagazine.com dot A-U. It is a journey. And like we we're talking about like being patient and in the process, I think, and not only that, but like in life in general too, but you have a very pink glam signature look too. And you, you mentioned photo shoots. So do you maybe have a favorite or most memorable photo shoot that you've ever done? Personally, one that I had been wanting to do for so long was the Barbie box photo shoot where I'm in a Barbie box mm-hmm. because like Barbie's been a part of my life forever. Yeah. Collect them. Yeah. We talked about that in my first chat with you. You collect the special edition ones too. Yes. And actually next week we're going on a family Vegas trip and there's a like Barbie exhibit. And really the whole inspiration for this trip was I said, I'm going to Vegas. I don't care who comes with me. I'm going to this Barbie exhibit. Mm -hmm. And so (laughs) then people were like, okay, I'll go. You're going to Vegas. So but um, that was one of my favorite ones. I'd always like, I just want an excuse to buy the big life-size Barbie box. <laughs> there you go. And I mean, you, I feel like you are real life Barbie in a way. <laughs> I mean, you got everything going for you too. I mean, like I said, we talked about that in my first chat with you. I think you said your grandma gave you a bunch of them too as well. Yeah. So did you collect anything else in your childhood or even right now? So as a growing up as well, I collected porcelain dolls. So I freaked out a lot of people who had (laughs) sleepovers at my house. (laughs) Like I literally, like I was like this, like such a like weird child. Like I had a shelf going around the whole border of my room of porcelain dolls. Mm -hmm. So yeah, especially if you're first timer coming and sleeping over at my house, like you're like, okay, I'm a little scared. Like, <laughs> and and yeah, it's like sometimes when you start to see movies, you're like, yeah, that was kind of really creepy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially when you're younger. Oh my goodness. I feel like a lot of those shows though, like even just Pretty Little Liars comes the first to mind. Like they would emphasize the porcelain dolls, like being really creepy and just like staring at you or following. Did you ever feel like the eyes were following you in your room? Like sometimes when you would like really think about it, because you're just like, they could just be like staring at you and I'm just like, I'm going to turn around. (laughs) My gosh, I can't imagine that, but it's definitely on brand for you. And I mean, you've done a few rounds too of Shop My Closet, where I got this lovely hat from, where people can purchase some of your photo shoot pieces. So, but do you have maybe a most prized wardrobe piece that you will undoubtedly hold on to forever that you are never getting rid of? That's super hard because I've I've thought about that and um it's like I am still debating about like my gear I wore in Japan. Um, so I have that gear um, and I've kept that. And that's, I don't know. I like always debate. I'm like, I don't know if I could let it go yet. But you know what? I think if I kept anything, I would keep my wrestling boots. Cause they're the first, like they're, I've had one pair of boots throughout my whole career there. I, I actually, when I started wrestling, my mom was going to take me to Vegas to see Britney Spears. And then 
I wanted, I needed wrestling boots because I was going to start preparing for my match. And she's like, for your birthday, you can only have one. You can either get your wrestling boots or you can go see Britney Spears. And I'm not going to lie, that broke my heart a little bit. <laughs> but I chose the wrestling boots and I feel very good about that decision. Um, but yeah, I think it was just, it's a symbolization of, you know what, I chose myself in my life and I chose a journey versus one experience and I've gotten millions of experiences by making that decision to okay get a pair of custom wrestling boots and so I'll I'll probably always keep my boots no matter what especially too I mean I'm they must be really good quality to be able to be durable and last like the four years now so those are definitely yeah. some you definitely invested well wherever you got them made and hopefully maybe maybe Brittany will come back full come around to you I'm praying yes you, I was like I was like now is when I would want to see her anyways because now she's got like that pink dream dream free mentality and I'm like okay she's gonna show out whenever she starts performing again so I was like, see, I was like, it paid off waiting because I know I'm going to get like a better Britney. <laughs> True. And I mean, hopefully so. That's going to be a great show whenever she starts touring again. Oh but yes. yeah, too, we talk about photo shoots too and pink dreams. If you had an unlimited budget, what does your dream photo shoot look like? Like where would it be set and what would be the aesthetic? Oh my gosh. You know, I, I think I would just, well it would be all pink all iridescent I'm like it is definitely just all shiny I think I would want I think I would want like a custom built like pink dream dream house kind of like Barbie had I would want like my Corvette and my Jeep in the in the driveway I would want a room for myself like a three-story closet an elevator in the house a pool with a big slide like goals go big or go home yes and then imagine it's a whole house so how many different rooms and themes you can have like that's unlimited photos and content that to me seems like the best location True. I mean, and then, I mean, not only could it be a real life like house, I mean, then you could market it towards that probably Barbie line or something that you probably are envisioning. Yes. And I would be like, this is my house. You can buy one too. <laughs> exactly. But in the meantime, though, talking about photo shoots and content, can you tell us more about Alex Gracia land and what types of content your fans can expect? Yeah, so I have had so much fun um, when they, like, when Brand Army reached out and they were, they asked me to, like, make a website. Um, first, I was like, man, I don't know if I'll be, like, another content thing. I was like, I'm always just trying to keep up with my content, like, on Instagram and Twitter. And um, But what I love about it so much is it is a deeper look into my life. So I'm going to show more like private behind the scenes and um your some of my photo shoots like I might have 10 photos and but I'm not going to post all 10 of them on Instagram and so you you get even more so it's it's me amplified and you get to see sometimes you know it's like I want to wear an all-white outfit and I feel like I want to be in an all-white room and so I'm going to live my pink dream and I'm going to wear all white and be in an all-white room and so um 
that's where you're gonna get like just just that too like me living out like my feelings and me just really creating and um just expanding and it's it's hopefully it's it people are seeing that but it, I think it's you're getting a more um diverse me for sure definitely too there's a lot of layers that we don't always show on our social yeah. medias I completely get though like creating a bunch of content and then something more but I think it's a cool experience for fans at least from what I see so far definitely showing a little bit behind the scenes because not everything as it seems on social media I know that's hard to believe everybody but it really it really is but Talking about creations too. I know one of your goals in pro wrestling is to wrestle for more championships, like you mentioned earlier. But if you could maybe design your own custom pink dream title belt, what would it look like? Come on. So I think the strap itself would be iridescent. And then like the metal would be gold. And then like all the writing and the details would be like pink. So then like the pink stands out. I want the pink to pop. I could see that. I think it'll pop nonetheless. Now, would it be like a baby pink, a neon pink, a hot pink? I love pink? like like baby pink. Like that's like the color of my shirt. Like that's that's my favorite for sure. Okay. I like the like more pastel colors, the light colors. I figured. I figured I think that would that might like low-key glow in the dark too kind of I kind of Ooh, I like the look of that that would be amazing that would be so cool there'd be like a certain sheen to it if it's like iridescent or like kind of yeah. holographic interesting it's like it comes out it's like a disco ball somebody's got to make that for you Alex yes for real though <laughs> but mentioning- I know <laughs> But mentioning your goals, something that you recently told me to, and like, I'm just going to read this off right now and then ask the follow-up question. Talking about your goals, you recently told me, quote, just focus on your goals and creating your best life and then manifest it. Don't allow distractions to bring you down. So for you, how do you maybe cope with those distractions or not let them weigh you down? Um, one thing for sure is it's very easy to let social media or people on social media or the trolls, like something negative they say, like make you believe that that's who you are. And it makes you believe that about yourself. And that's not true. It doesn't, you can be the most, you can be the best wrestler in the world. You can have like the best gear. You could work for the best company and just be like the biggest star. And you're going to have people out there they're hating on you. And um, what I try to do is it's very hard sometimes not to like feed into that, but sometimes I'll choose to respond in like a positive way. Like I, like everyone's subject to their own opinion. Everyone's allowed that. Everyone's allowed to say what they say. Um, And I just got to realize that it's like me personally, I choose not to trash anyone on social media and say anything negative about them. And if they felt that that's how they want to go about their day, then that's their prerogative. But what they say and where you are in your life and the stage you are in your life isn't who you are. It's, it's who you are right now, but that's, that's not who you're going to end up being. And you're never going to be who 
your highest self is going to be because you're always going to hopefully be trying to get better and grow and um so it's like like there's like I have so many people who will like say that like I hate like when I see that because I don't I haven't been like signed to a company yet that oh it has to be because she has a bad attitude like and I'm like that's very like insulting to me as a person because I already feel crappy that I didn't get an opportunity when I'm like working my hardest and so I'm like I try to keep a very like positive and um like manifesting I know you do mentality as much as I can and so when people start um saying it's because of this it's because of this it's because of this and I just tell myself and it's like no it just wasn't my time that's it's as simple as that it wasn't my time it wasn't my moment and my moment's gonna come and my time is gonna come and until then I'm going to keep tunnel vision and as long as I'm thriving to be my best self and just working hard and I learn from my mistakes and if you're not messing up like you're not trying you like you're not going to get there if you don't have some failures and you don't have some times when you want to quit and you start to doubt yourself like that's just should be reassurance to you that okay, I'm doing something because I'm at the point where it's like times get hard and you're going to get tested, but you just got to keep going. And um, there are so many times where I'm like, if I would have quit then when I wanted to quit, I wouldn't have been able to experience this. Or if I would have quit at this time, I wouldn't have been able to do this, this, and this. And so just keeping that, that mindset and seeing that there is good from the rejections or there is good from the falls and there is good from how the losses like there's a win in everything definitely too I feel like it's definitely easier said than done and I can like firsthand account that I mean in any interaction I've had with you I've only seen the positive side of yourself but again we all have our own internal struggles but I I've never really seen that like get you down and if it has like you have definitely persevered through it and kept fighting for your dreams and kept up the good energy. So maybe if you're ever having an off day or just like kind of down, what are then maybe some songs or musical artists that are your go-to if you ever need a good pick-me-up or uplifting song? You already have one in mind, I can see. <laughs> yes. Um, Don't Stop, Never Give Up by S Club 7. Like I, S Club 7 is my favorite band of all time. Like of all time. And so I'll just like put them on and I'm just in a good mood. And I'm just like, these people are me. They, they are me. <laughs> I feel like that's so important. Like at, we all have our own outlets of like how we de-stress or whatever, but music's been always one that I yeah. like, I have a certain playlist or certain songs that I will listen to if I'm like feeling like shit. So it's definitely good though, to have your go-to ones. I'm going to have to check out that because I actually haven't heard that, but I'm going to be checking it out. Bring right it all back. This by s club seven bring it all Just, back okay okay got it noted noted <laughs> i'm gonna check it out but yeah. switching gears here i have two more questions for you yeah. you you definitely have your background in sports reporting and broadcasting which we've talked about before but if you could maybe start up your own pink dream talk show with any three guests who would you choose and why 
Oh my gosh, any three guests I would want. This is hard. Doesn't even have to be from pro wrestling. Yeah, this is hard. Um, I think I would say Khloe Kardashian. I think she has like the podcast experience and she's she's been through a lot in her life. So it was a good Nikki thing. Bella. Nikki Bella. And Justin Silvestri, he's on my favorite show ever. It's called Daily Pop. It's on E! every morning. <laughs> and I literally watch it like every day. And there was a day like Justin and Nikki were on there at the same time. And I was like, oh, this is like my dream show. I want to be on there as well. And so them three people, I'm like, I could talk to them all day. Like we, I think we could talk all day long. <laughs> we got to get you your own talk show because I honestly feel like I mean, you have a very motivational way you present yourself. You obviously have the background in broadcasting to kind of back that up. And you had such a unique journey and you could interweave a lot of worlds now, especially now that you're in California, like yeah. a lot of the creative industries too, as well. Hmm. That would be so fun. I'd be like, yeah, y'all won't, y'all get me to start talking. I, I won't <laughs> stop. And then they'll be like, oh, this was a bad idea. <laughs> No, we, somebody is honestly though, we got to get you your own talk show, Alex. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so fun. <laughs> but to starting to close things out, I mean, besides sports reporting, you also played softball as did I for about 10, 11 years, but I'm very curious as to know what exact position did you play? So I was a pitcher and outfielder, but, um, when I was seven, I started off as a catcher, um, because I thought it was cool, like, to wear all the equipment. Mm -hmm. I just, I was just, like, I wanted to wear all the equipment. And then, like, as I got a little older, I was, like, I don't want to wear all this equipment. It's Texas and it's hot. <laughs> fair. Fair point. <laughs> so I, I had started, like, pitching lessons. And then um, I started, like, pitching and doing outfield as well. Yeah, I played every position except catcher ironically I just I couldn't do it I would see them like rushing to get the equipment on especially it sucked too if you were the last to bat in an inning and then you had to quickly get your shirt like get your gear on and yeah stuff. and then put the other one on yeah gosh it burns your legs out too you're like literally squatting the entire inning it's like which is why I didn't do it outside of maybe if a pitcher needed needed somebody to catch them that's like yeah. outside of a practice never in a game though did I catch um, and personally, I'm grateful for that, but I know you watch the Olympics too. I watched college softball, like a lot religiously, at least with the sec from like 2009 to like 2015. Did you ever watch college softball, like outside of the Olympics at all? Yes, I did a, a little bit, like, especially, um, as I like got into high school, I would watch like UT cause it was, um, cat Osterman. Yes. Yes, like, and um, so, I mean, she was just, I mean, she was obviously in the Olympics, so, like, I mean, just following her, like, she was just, like, amazing to watch, and so, um, I watch a lot of A&M and UT, because, I mean, they're Texas schools and big schools, and they both had good, good teams at the time. Yeah, I, I actually went to a, a Texas A&M game, like, when I was in high school. Hmm. I watched a lot of like SCC. So like Alabama, Florida, we would see like Auburn in there, like Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm trying to think, but yeah, definitely. And now it's cool. I've seen a lot of them are like doing sports broadcasting with like softball. And I think it's such a cool yeah. moment. Yeah. There are a lot of um, 
athletes who of course like make the transition into reporting and Mm -hmm. I think they're some of the best people for that because they've obviously been there done that and they can speak on their experience they earn that for sure definitely but Alex before I let you go again can you please tell the listeners where they can find you on all your social medias yes so my Twitter is Alex Gracia three. My Instagram is Alex Gracia three. Hopefully by the time y'all see this, I will have access to my Instagram again, because it's currently hacked. Um, but where I'm going to be doing pri- the bulk of my content now is at alexgracialand.com. So check that out. It's really fun. And um, anything y'all want to see, like send me messages because like I'm, again, it's, it's all for y'all. Of course, Alex, you have such a cool journey and so many great platforms. Hopefully the Instagram thing gets resolved soon because I'd be so stressed. I am so stressed. (laughs) I couldn't be able to do that. But Alex, thank you so much for joining me again today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for having me again. It's always so fun. Of course, it's tradition now. Year number three is under wraps. Thank you so much again. Of course, at the time of recording this, I'll be seeing you in a few weeks again at Mania. I'm so excited to see you that weekend. Okay, two, it's my first time in Texas. Like, what are some of your go-to maybe eateries or things that you would suggest seeing? Well, where that area is, so I actually, like, lived in Dallas. Okay. Um, I don't know if they're really, like, Texas places, but, like, places I would go to in Dallas all the time is Hop Dotties which is like a burger shake place. So good. Um, I personally used to work at this place called Coal Vines, which has pizza. Hmm. <laughs> yes. So that's, that's very good as well. And um, man, there's just so many places. There's um, this place called The Backyard. I go on and on, but those are the three that came to my mind first where I'm like, those will be fun places to check out. Okay. Noted. I'm going to have to do a bit of research because definitely going to be trying some new places to eat as again, I've never been to Texas, but I'm super excited for it. And if you've of course, never tried hot dotties, you need to try that and get okay. like Parmesan truffle fries. What? Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Parmesan, I get what 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 why are they called truffle fries so is it the shape of them you know i couldn't tell you because hmm. they look like regular fries Interesting. <laughs> but i know they're truffle hmm. i'm gonna have to look this up now i love me i love some good fries i love some pizza love pizza it's like my favorite food <laughs> so i'm so excited but alex thank you so much again thank you i will see you soon